1: What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Brandon Elliott. I hope you guys are all doing well today. It's that time of the season right now. We got somebody in the game that's been you know doing real estate since he was 18 years old 42 years in the game and that is why I am most excited to really be able to see all the learning curves most likely that I can imagine that you've been through that you fixed all those problems and uh and just on your way up at this moment you've been focusing more on building that retirement plan right like we were talking before we started recording the importance behind everybody should have some buy and holds. I'm a big advocate of that as well. I'm very blessed that I mistakenly got into buy and holds first with doing the burst strategy. I just didn't know any better, but that has blessed me tremendously. And I think a lot of people put that on the back burner initially. They see what's hot right now, the fix and flips, or wholesaling or whatever it is, but that's just a high you know, paying job with a lot of risk, right? And a team, systems, everything else in place. But when you're buying, hold, you know, the tax benefits, the cash flow, and so much more that can really take place from that, it can be really tremendous in the long run. So you're building up more for a retirement plan and setting yourself up for success. But fifty thousand plus uh monthly income from
0: all of your real estate deals. And next week it'll be probably another 10 or 15. Let's go, a, baby. I'll closing a mobile home park in two weeks. Okay, cool. I love it.
1: <laughs> so, Larry, you got this education as well, investor schooling. You've been doing this for a long-ass time, which is incredible. Talk to me, and for anybody that doesn't know exactly who you are, where you're from, and, and how you got to this point today, do you mind just giving that 30,000 foot view for the
0: listeners? Wow. There's so much so much to talk about. Yeah. So just
1: bullet points, baby. <laughs> <Here's> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I was 18 years old when I decided to buy my first property. What was interesting, I was working for a company called Crazy Eddie. Some of you may remember it, some of you don't. And I was a technician there. And one of the technicians there, he was a little bit older than me. He was buying properties in a town named Belmore, New Jersey. And he was fixing them up and renting them out. And I'm like, wow, you know, if he could do it, I could do it. Hey, you remember when you were 18, Brandon? I realized that wasn't that long ago. But you remember how smart you were when you were, you were 18?
1: Yeah, real, real moron. I could yeah, see you with you my knew nephew. And, right? exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know I, I don't know, so, to me, I know everything, right? So, I go and I figure out I'm going to go buy my first property. And the funny part was, I was actually at a local gym. And at the time, you know, 42 years ago, like if you went to the gym now and you wanted to ride the, the stationary bike or elliptical, what would you do to entertain yourself?
1: I would probably be on my phone, right? Yeah, right. Uh, exactly, right? Yeah, but back, back then, maybe a book. Maybe,
0: but yeah, right. right. It's funny. Like 42 years ago, you had to read a book, right? Yeah. So I go to the gym one day and I forget my book. So in the front of the gym, they had these books called the real estate book, which is funny because you know, they used to be really thick. All the listings of all the real estate stuff was in these books. And that's all there was. There was no computers. There was no nothing. Love so it. I, right. So I grabbed that book and I started flipping through and I find this house in Easton, Pennsylvania for $26,500 for a two family house. So- now, this Eastern Pennsylvania turned out was about an hour and a half from my house. I had no idea where this place was, but I called the real estate agent. I said, Oh, show me the house. So I go there. She shows me the house. And I ended up buying that house with absolutely no money out of my pocket. I learned how to do it. And I was making a positive cash flow of about $200 a month. And then I made the biggest mistake in my, the very first biggest mistake I ever made in my real estate career about a year later when I sold the house for a 50% profit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I thought
1: I'm, that's what you were going to say.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> I, totally... I started doing buying holds for quite a while. And, you know, you must remember two thousand six, seven, eight. Were you uh, I, were, were you in seventh grade then?
1: No, no, I was graduating high school in two thousand eight. <laughs> but in my area, and just you know, being I grew up in New Jersey, South Jersey, and I was sure. just totally ignorant. You know, grew up American poor, so very blessed, but still sure. Had no idea that we were in a collapse or a crash, had no
0: idea. Right, that's great, right. So, but, <laughs> but here, here's what happened in 2006 and seven. You know, I was buying properties, I was making money, I was making cash flow, I was doing everything right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, because I've been doing it for a while, that's about 20 years into my real estate career. And then there were people that were buying houses, I don't know, let's say for 100 grand. And yeah. three days later, they were worth 150, or at least so, so they thought, right? And yeah. the crazy part was, I said, well, I must be doing something wrong. So I had this great strategy of buying properties the right way, paying for them the right amount of money, making sure that the rent paid them, picking you know, up paid the properties. And then I decided to change my strategies to something called the stupid and greedy strategy. Yeah. So I started buying houses in 2006 and seven that didn't cash flow, overpriced houses, just ridiculous deals. So come 2008, in 2008, I actually owned $3.9 million worth of real estate. I owned about $3 million on it, which isn't bad, right? But then come 2008, boom, everything went, went south. So those properties that were worth about 3.9 million were now worth about 1.2 million. And by the time I went to the bankruptcy court, by the way, I did I, I had I had no choice. The yep. uh, trustees sold them off at 750,000. Wow! So it was an amazing you know transformation. So come 2008, I'm broke. I have no money. I have no properties, and I decided I wanted to get back into real estate. Now I can't go to a bank because I had a 420 credit score. So I started learning techniques such as how to buy properties with absolutely no money using private lenders, buying properties subject to the right way, not some of the ways that some people teach it there, which is a whole other argument we could have. Yeah. But, but um, you know, doing all this the right way. And then I realized all of a sudden I owned a whole bunch of properties again and I was making some great cash flow. So wow. I re- actually retired, if you want to call it retired, I mean, I just stopped working in a, in a normal nine to five job about, I don't know, about eight, eight years ago, maybe nine years ago. I don't know what it was. Yeah. And everybody listening going, oh, I can't wait to retire. I can't wait to retire. Let me tell you something right now. Retirement is the most boring thing you'll ever do. You know, so I couldn't stand it anymore. So then I started teaching people how to do this. And I ended up opening a school. I had a property that I had empty. It was a commercial building. I had it empty. I turned it into a school called Investor Schooling. This is it right here. And what I do is I actually teach people how to invest in real estate, how to invest in the stock market, how to make more money, how to pay less taxes, how to set themselves up to never have a problem like the one I had. Because honestly, if anything happens to me right now, I don't own any of my properties. I actually, all my properties are in trusts. They are not in LLCs and anybody teaching putting properties in LLCs is uh, still an amateur.
1: I love that. Wow, there's there's so much uh to unpack packed here. I got to go down the <laughs> rabbit hole of understanding the trust setup. I have a trust. I have a living trust and then a yeah, revocable trust.
0: trust. The living trust but, is a mistake.
1: Yeah. But I'm curious about, you know, the structure of that. So we got to get to that, but first off, I want to talk about the mindset, you know, when it comes down to 2008, so many people were, you know, demolished, devastated. Yeah, sure broken in so many ways of that point and just totally gave up like sick to their stomach of even thinking about real estate yeah
0: yeah why not you though like i I had a plan man this was a business decision i looked at the numbers i said there's no way i could ever recover from this so i'm gonna make this business decision the very next day i actually went to a car dealership and bought a car and financed it you know why because i knew that i had to rebuild my credit yeah so i went to the car deal. it was funny because i went to the car dealership and i pick out the car. I go, i'll take that one i literally pointed out i'll take that one and the guy takes me into the finance desk and you know the finance manager they can't wait to talk to you they can't wait to give you a you know a deal or they can't wait to sell you the service contract whatever whatever they do right and he's all excited because he's, you know this guy's gonna make a sale today and this guy the other guy's gonna make a sale today and he you know he asked me for my social security number my date of birth my name and his expression was like huh <laughs> <And it> looks good. <laughs> He looks, and he looks over the computer and he goes, um, Mr. Steinhaus? like, yeah. He goes, your credit score is 420. I'm like, yeah, I know. He goes, well, I, I could get you a loan, but it'll be like 24% interest. I'm like, okay, let's go. Yeah. And he couldn't understand why I wanted to do that. The reason I wanted to do that is that had to be the very first start of me rebuilding my credit. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't very long after. It was maybe about six or seven years after that, that I bought a Corvette Z06 from the dealer with absolutely no money out of my pocket at 3.2% interest. So I knew what I was doing. I knew how I was rebuilding my credit and it was going to work. In fact, right now I have almost $1 million worth of available credit on credit cards alone. Yep.
1: I love that. I'm a big advocate of it. I I believe in
0: it for sure. Oh, look at that. I love it, man. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah. So that's how I got started into real estate. I was utilizing, I was too dumb. I didn't, I didn't know any other way. I didn't believe anybody would ever give me money. So I figured out how to utilize credit cards to be able to liquidate it into cash, get high limits yep. and, and do the same thing. Yeah. So talk to me when it comes down to stocks, talk to me about that for a sec. Why stocks? Most people that are real estate investors, they're like, they either stay away from stocks or they're knee deep into stocks and then, you know, don't touch real estate. That's just my two cents from a long it's distance possible. of what I've seen. Right. So, but you do both. I,
0: yeah. I started learning right around 2008 or 2009. Yeah. I didn't have much money lying around. So I started learning something called stock options. Yeah. So you could start with stock options, maybe a thousand bucks, maybe $2,000, and you could turn it into great numbers. Well, what was happening was I learned how to trade stock options. I didn't really learn how to trade them profitably. And then one day I sat down about four years into it. I sat down and I started realizing that, you know, I'm not really making any money. Let me, let me look over my trades. So I looked over my trades, and it actually turned out that in the four years, I actually made $8,000, which is a surprise, but, but I was glad that I had made money. At least I was positive. Yeah. And then I started writing a set of rules like, hey, how come I, I, was up, I was up on this trade? Why did I sell it so early? I was down on this trade. Why did I stick into it? So I started writing a set of rules. And I actually came up with 17 rules called the Rules of the Crazy Options Trader. And with those rules, the very, as soon as I started trading those rules, I made $80,000 that year and then i probably made total probably somewhere between 1.5 and 2 million dollars since then trading stock options let's
1: go not bad yeah, at all it's fun it's fun
0: too it's also fun is yeah, it? it really is yeah what what's
1: the fun part that you like in it
0: well it's like you know the excitement yeah the excitement yeah you you know you roll the dice and you see what happens but yep. but with the rules that i have the you know you can never predict the future you can never You know, you never know what's going to happen. But the rules I have, you mitigate the risk. So what I'm trying to do with the rules is trying to not lose money. So if I don't lose money, I end up making money.
1: Rule number one, baby, never lose money.
0: Yeah. I mean, I had a trade the other day that it was funny. The trade went bad, but I stuck by the rules. So my money was tied up. It wasn't a whole lot of money. Maybe it was, maybe it was, um, I don't know, maybe it was four or five grand. But uh, I stuck by the rules and I ended up, if I would have gotten out early, I would have lost 90% of my money.
1: Yeah. See, now this is... This is some of that wisdom.
0: Rules. Right. I stuck by the rules and I made $25 on the trade. I love it. Yeah. So, so it actually works. You know, the rules work. But again, I'm sorry. Yeah. You just, I, I cut you off.
1: No, no. What I was saying was like, that's part of the wisdom of that. I wanted to like kind of extract from you here because it kind of going back from the rules back in the day when you had something perfect and at the end of the day, you were following your rules, you were doing what was right morally, ethically, getting money creatively with real estate and then 2007, 2007. Two thousand eight came around, and everybody and their grandmother's doing stuff that doesn't make sense. And you kind of right. you broke the rules, that's right? right? You that's
0: jumped exactly right. I broke yeah. my own rules. That's exactly what happened.
1: Yeah. So now you learned from that mistake. You don't break your rules anymore. You have all oh, you did. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I love that. Yeah. You know, We're all human, right? Right. Especially with yeah. these rules, they're emotional. So yeah. sometimes it's hard. You know. You, you know. Like sometimes I'll even do a play that's outside the rules. And I ended up losing money. I'm like, see, if I would have just followed the rules, I would have lost money.
1: Yeah. It's a good reminder, though. At least you have it written sure. down and it's a good reminder. Talk to me now. So you do a lot of creative stuff. At the end of the day, your bread and butter that you like to focus on is really buying holes. You mentioned that you're buying a mobile home park right now. What size is that?
0: So it's a it's small one. It's only 12 units. Uh, cool. We got this. A, we, we stole this, actually. I mean, this is an incredible deal. This is Deep. an absolutely incredible deal. Yeah. So, and, yeah. And it was somebody, you know, somebody actually came to us with the numbers. We didn't even give them the numbers. Nice. They give us the numbers. And, you know, it's a it, the seller's holding back half of the purchase price as well. Nice. And, you know, so it's, it's just really, it's just a great, it's a great deal. And it's a great deal for everybody. Great deal for them. Great deal for us. They Good. did a certain amount of money right away. So we took care of that. And that's what makes this deal great.
1: Yeah. And where is that one located? It's in uh, Florida. Okay, and what are your plans with that? Is it a value add, or is it just good as as you yeah, know, just hanging wait. on to?
0: We're going to hold on to it, just collect rent, cool, and wait for the uh, area to really come up because that's an up and coming area. Nice, There's no doubt, that's an up and coming area. In fact, I'm looking at a bunch of stuff in that area, and I'm not even going to tell you what, what town it is because I don't want I don't want anybody buying it up. <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you somewhere it. between Tampa and Siesta Keys. It's right, yeah, you know. okay. So that's, that's what makes it that, to me. That's what makes it even better. The fact that it's between Tampa and Siesta Keys, and yep. it's going to be it's going to be an, an incredible up and coming area.
1: Okay, nice. And so, like, what are the plans when it comes down to property management? Are, that, do you have systems in place, and you do that, or what does that look like?
0: So, I, I manage about a dozen of my properties now. Most most of my other properties are managed by other people, and the only reason I, I manage a dozen properties still is because I actually like managing properties. I know it's weird, but the reason I don't manage them all because there are dozens and dozens and dozens of properties. can I just can't. So the ones yeah. that, are, that are within a half an hour of me, I manage myself. And the only way I do that is for two reasons. One is I like it. And two is I also, it keeps me in the game. So if I'm teaching people how to manage properties, you know, I teach from experience. So I'll tell you a funny story. When I started, when I opened up investor schooling, I was teaching wholesaling. Yep. So before I opened up investor schooling, you want to know how many wholesale deals I did? I don't know. Zero. Yeah. Right. So, so <laughs> really like, living it, by experience on that one. Well, like exactly. So that was, <laughs> you know, it's like I felt like a fraud, right? Okay. As soon as I opened up investor schooling, I opened up a wholesaling company. Yeah. And uh, within two years, I did $1.2 million with the wholesale deals just to prove I could do it. And then I shut it down. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) Are you still teaching wholesaling? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. And and it was funny because, you know, I just like had to prove, I, I just like, I felt like a fraud. So I had to go out there and do exactly what I was teaching
1: yeah live by example that's good yeah, exactly. so let's talk to me what other strategy what else are you teaching these days in uh investor schooling
0: so my favorite is creative financing I mean I love buying properties creative financing so oh, yeah. when I buy a property I you know it's like funny people go like no money down I'm like that no, get no money down that's for amateurs man yeah I get money back I get money back baby I get money back. so right like, <laughs> for example yeah like the last property I bought was um was a uh, commercial building and I have a bunch of cars. Like, I have a Model T, and I have an MGB, and I have a old Jaguar. So, I need right. a place to put these cars. So, I started looking around for a warehouse. How
1: you many know, cars like, do you have? Well, it's about eight now. That's all eight? Really okay. Is. Yeah.
0: Well, that's they're sexy. Weird. They're, they're really interesting cars. You know, like, Yeah. You know, I love like, it. You're right, right. Like, I have a Shelby GT Mustang, yeah. you know, an older one. So, it's, kind of, it's actually kind of cool. So, anyway, so cool. I'm looking for a place for cars. It's about 300 bucks per car to store them in storage. So, you know, it starts to add up, right? So I'm looking for a warehouse. I find this warehouse, and this warehouse has two parts. It has a back part where I could put my cars, and there's a front part that's rented out. So I make an offer with the to the to the guy, and you when know, I make the offer, he accepts the offer. I hand him absolutely nothing earnest money, absolutely no earnest money, right? And we go to closing. I walk in there with absolutely no money, no check, no nothing. I leave closing with $13,788. I put that in my pocket, and I still make about 200 $250 a month off the front of the building. Yeah. And I save... All that money on where my cars are. So come on, that's how you buy homes.
1: That's how you do it. Yeah, I love Absolutely. that. So what would you recommend? Because a lot of people get caught up on on the front side, the cash, the cash, cash, cash. You know, but almost, if you are thinking the wrong thing. Yeah, it's a wrong mindset. So instead of focusing on the cash, you focus on the terms. And there's so no, no, many even,
0: different. No, no, no. no. You're, 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 you're. See, you're still amateur too. Okay, well, break it I'm down, tell, you, baby. You, what do you got? Out. You ready? Yeah. right out. Forget money. Find deals. Forget money, find deals. Yep, that's it. Find it. This is what every I mean, it happens to me all the time. You Look at me. <laughs> I'm not going to find a deal until I have the money. Well, how do you know how much money you need if you don't have a deal? That's true. Yeah. Well, then what are you going to do? You're going to tell your friend, Hey, if I find this is just the, the typical conversation. Hey, Brandon, listen, yeah. Brandon. If I find a real estate deal that's a really good one, will you help fund it? Yeah. Then what do you? Gonna it's say? horrible. You're going to say yes, right? Why not? Yeah. It's sure. True. Two yeah. things. Number one, I, with an attitude like that, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to find anything. Yep yeah. On top of that, right? You're like, yeah, I'll just say yes because you're my yeah. friend. Sure, so yeah, yeah. Then he moves it. Then he goes, yeah. looks in the MLS, and goes, "Hey, Brandon, I found this deal. It's, it, you know, this house is worth three hundred thousand, and I could buy it for two hundred ninety-five. Isn't that a great deal? What are you, an idiot? Yeah. You know, so, so, so that's what pretty much happens with the way um, most people think. Stop thinking that. I'm gonna pretty tell you right now: if you find a good deal, the money will find you. Yep, every time.
1: You can't be shy about it. You got to let other people know, like, hey, I got a deal here. But yes, yes, it will. No, exactly.
0: I mean, I, I have people fight over lending me money. Yep. That's the best. And sometimes I have to say no to somebody say, listen, I promise you the next deal. Yep. And then I call up so say, listen, I got a new deal. This is the deal. I promised you the deal. So here it is. Do you want it? Yep. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Then you have the problem. It's funny because then you have the problem where you pay a lender back and the lender gets mad and you pay them back.
1: Yeah, they're like, no, just
0: can you hang on to it? Can you do it again? Yeah, you know, yeah. just hang on to it. Yeah, right. because they want they they get this check every month and they love it. Yeah, that's. I true. got people they get so addicted to those checks.
1: Yep. Yeah, they start living off of it. It's perfect. Absolutely. So, but instead of, you know, obviously, uh, OPM is the name of the game for all real estate investors. If you're not using OPM, you're doing it wrong, right?
0: Well, I'm mean, um, using OPM. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's other people's it's, money. Yeah. It's either the you know, bank's money worth, or, uh, right, or the credit card's money or whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you go to see your own bank account and take any money out, that's your money.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that, and there's people out there that do that, which is, you know, it, well, it, like it, the,
0: I start crying. Uh, uh, you know, everybody. Everybody has their own way of doing things.
1: Yeah, That's to each not My way.
0: Yeah. I mean, don't mock somebody who buys twenty properties cash.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's right. uh there, there's ways to do things. I, I would always be heartbroken when you could multiply right. it and get right. so they much more five. That they times could that. do
0: a lot better, but you know, look, yeah. you know, the guy buys twenty properties cash and he's living off that income, you know what, maybe you know maybe it ain't yeah, yeah. so bad.
1: Yeah. No, it's true. It is true. So when it comes down to you know, these deals though, besides OPM, getting more on the creative side of terms and focusing on terms, like what what are some of the things that you like to go over to really negotiate with the seller? Because you can obviously get percentage, how long it's going to be, down payment, carry back. Like What do you really like to focus on to really set you up for an incredible win-win? You like to get paid out when you leave, which is always nice. that's
0: yeah, fine. But here's the deal. If you're worried about you, you're not going to do any deals. Of course. You got yep. to solve somebody's problem. Yep. So always. So if you're solving a problem, you can't Help them. And if you yep. can't help them, you know, you're either gonna be greedy and you're gonna and, and it's not gonna work. Or you or you're just not gonna get the deal. Every yep. time I go out, I go out to help somebody. That's all I'm doing is helping somebody. And if I can help them in their situation and make some money, great. If I yep. can help them and not lose any money, I'll still do it. If I can help them and lose money, I'm saying, look, here's what I'm gonna lose. If you wanna contribute to that loss, that's fine. If not, I can't help you.
1: Yeah. Good, so what are you focusing on now? What kind of lead generation do you actually have coming in to be able to it's kind of get weird these deals? Say that
0: I kind of dropped all my lead generation mm-hmm. so i'm I accidentally buy three to four properties every year now I've slowed down a lot now what I was yeah. doing when I did one point two one point one one point two million dollars worth of oOCing uh, deals right I was sending out fifteen thousand dollars worth of mail every month so that was a big difference now I kind of like they come to me now. You know, people come to me, some people come to me with deals and say, hey, do you want to partner on them? Some people come to me and say, hey, I got a house for sale or my friend has a house for sale. Can you take care of them? And that's what I'm doing now. I mean, I don't need, I mean, I don't need to, I'd love to, it's fun, but I don't need to buy anything else to live the rest of my life better than most people will retire now. Yep. In fact, you know, my students joke, I joke, if I closed investor schooling, I'd make more money. And the reason is because if I closed investor schooling, I'd have more time to lead generate. I'd have more time to look at more properties.
1: So what does it look like for your day-to-day with investor schooling? How many
0: members do you have in there and what does that look like? So we taught over 400 people how to buy houses with absolutely no money so far. We probably are on ongoing basis. We probably have about 120 active students and it's fun. It's like Monday night, we have a mastermind. Thursday, we have a class. In fact, if you want to go take a class, you just go to investorschooling.com. You can take the class online or in person and it's great class. I mean, it's just great. We teach so many things. You know, it's funny. Most people come here. They come here for real estate, learn how to buy real estate, and learn how to trade stock options. And then within three months, they're like, "Holy crap! You teach that too!" "Holy crap! You teach that too!" "You teach that!" "You teach that!" "You teach that!" "You teach that!" Because I can't list everything I teach. Because it's just—it's all about money. Like I wrote this book. It's called Money Hacks, right? So I wrote this book, Money Hacks, and it's—it's it's, uh, the the um, subtitle is because everything you think you know about money is wrong. And this is really the 50-foot overview, or actually 50-foot overview of what we teach in investor schooling. Everything from how to buy cars the right way, how to take advantage of, you know, things like government programs that are that, you supposed to be taking advantage of, you know, not I'm not saying illegally. I'm saying legally take advantage of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Obamacare, I mean, most people don't even know how Obamacare works. They don't even know what it is, to be honest with you, which is the funniest thing. Because Obamacare is actually one of the greatest things that's ever happened to a small businessman. In what way? Because of the way you get the subsidy for your business. So I, I mean, I do this all the time. I like I'll ask people how much they pay for health insurance. Like I pay fifteen hundred to eighteen hundred dollars a month for health insurance, and I'm like I pay zero because I understand how it works. I understand why it works, and I understand what to do, and and, and, and you know, and, and uh, what happens if you if you make too much money and you have to pay it back, and how to pay it back. So there's, there's a whole bunch of little pieces in here that you need to learn.
1: Okay, so basically, you're writing off. You're saying you write off all your taxes, so you don't have any taxes. So then, it makes it look like oh, you broke.
0: That's not necessarily true, but no, 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 no. See, you don't know anything about Obamacare. You you totally get it. You know, you get yeah. a subsidy up to. Why well, educate me? You know, it's just so it, It's a lesson in itself. It would take okay. up more time than this uh, entire uh, webinar or this entire podcast. But I tell you what, part of it's in my book, and you can you can always go to Investor Schooling. You know, learn some stuff there. Just it's just a lot of pieces that I have to show you to make you understand it. But the most important piece is the fact that, you know, as a small businessman, you can't predict what you're going to make. So if you're making, if you have the possibility of making $30,000 or less, then your premium is zero. If you make over $150,000, it's actually $162,000 uh, at the end of the year, you'll have to pay back your subsidy. But if you tell them you're going to make 160000 a year, right, you don't get a subsidy. But what happens if three months later, something bad happened to you? You know, maybe you got unhealthy. Maybe you got into a car accident. And you can't work and you don't make the money. You can't go back and get the subsidy. So I always get the subsidy and just pay it back. That makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know, it's and complicated. So, it's a lot, so, safe, but it's complicated.
1: Yeah. So what What are some of the ranges to become a member with you?
0: So for, for best of school, best yeah, been. programs. So so best thing to do is take the free class. We tell you, you know, it's funny because people like, you know, if they don't come, if they don't want to take the free class, we don't even want them as a student. Because the first thing you want to learn is how we teach, what we teach, and whether it's w- w- worthy for you. So We have pro- programs that range full gamut. We have programs as much as $100,000, but we have a lot, of pro- a lot of programs that are obviously less than that too.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. Cool, man. Well, let's get to it then. I, I want to hear about the trust. Uh, talk to me about the trust setup and why you're putting a-, a trust into each of the LLCs or each of the properties, not an LLC.
0: So every property should be bought in an individual trust, not in an LLC. So if you have an LLC that has five properties in it, all those properties are subject to the other properties. So if somebody sues you one property, they can get it to the other four. Sure. If they're in a trust, they're isolated. And if you set up your trust properly and make your beneficiary the LLC, now okay. what happens is the property goes into the LLC and lets you do all the, all the accounting inside the LLC, and you can get credit in your LLC, even though the, the LLC owns nothing. Okay.
1: So okay, the LLC right. Right. LLC would be the holding company, basically, and then you're putting a, a trust over each
0: individual I, uh, I property, all, or you're putting the holy company. It's the beneficiary of the trust. Got gotcha. the trust is the holy company. This trust holds this property. This trust holds this property. This trust holds this property. This trust holds this property, this trust holders, and all of the beneficiaries are LLC or multiple LLCs if you want to. And
1: you are putting an individual property in each trust, or you're putting multiple
0: in each only trust. Only one. Only one. Got gotcha. it. want them isolated. I don't yep. want anybody else to be able to touch that property.
1: Okay. And so an LLC, having one LLC underneath each property you could would not give you-
0: you could, have, you could put each property into an individual LLC. Now you can do it. Same exact thing. However, yep. every time you, you create an LLC, it costs you money. Every time you create an LLC, you have to file tax returns in that LLC. That costs you money. So it's not worth it. The best thing to do is to have one LLC and have the trust, make the trust the benefit of the trust the LLC.
1: Well, there's the trust—the trust costs money to set up, as well as annually to. So you're creating just online. I, get, I mean, so
0: I could create a trust in five minutes. Matter of fact, okay. I could create a trust by just by saying.
1: Okay, so and there's no annual fees for that. That's I know my true. trust there. There's oh annual God. fees. Because you have a you have a
0: living trust with an EIN number. Yep. Because you went in to an 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 attorney. Yeah. So so you, you know the two people know the least about real estate, and and uh, the two people know the least about real estate in the world. Realtors and real estate attorneys.
1: Yeah. My real estate attorney has a lot of real estate.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll see how much he actually knows, though. Well, this is one of the it's funny because I'll have i have discussions with estate planning attorneys, which is probably what uh-huh. went to I'll have discussions with estate planning attorneys all the time. And and they say, And I go, listen, this is what I do. I put my properties in a separate trust and I make the benefits from LLC. And I swear they go, Why in the world would you do that? And then I explain to them and they go, that's a really good idea. I'm like, if it's a really good idea, why aren't you telling your clients this?
1: And then as far as my properties go, the income and expenses, they're all held into a, uh, another, like a, a real estate holding company, LLC. So, okay. so all the ones that are holding all my properties, I'm not paying any taxes or filing or anything okay. because there's no, it's just a, a through entity. How many
0: properties do you have in one LLC? One, in each okay. one. You have an LLC in each property. Yeah, I'm sorry, you have a property in each LSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, is this a serial LLC? No, it's not. Okay. Individual. Okay. Yep. So you're not paying money to create these LLCs. They don't have they, each one of them doesn't have an EIN number.
1: No, no, they do. So ink file, it's like two to three hundred bucks one time.
0: Each time. Each year. One time. So what happens at the end of the year? You have to file you have to file a return on an LSA. No, it's or a it three yeah, it's a okay, pass-through sure. entity. Okay. Yep. Are you sure so it's, it's not a serial LLC? It might be a serial LLC. No, it's okay.
1: not. No, we wanted to stay away from that because it's really only good in like Ohio or, so, or certain other color, states. Right, right. It's yeah. not yeah. going to six,
0: six states. Six exactly. states. Exactly. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I have properties in Arizona, California, Ohio, and New Jersey. And So you're so,
0: passing through all your LLCs to your personal return?
1: Uh, we're going to a holding company. Which goes into the trust, uh, living trust, and revocable okay. trust okay. that owns life insurance and all yeah, that stuff.
0: I, I got you. I, I don't know how you have it set up because I would have to see the structure. Yeah, and that's okay. It's not. I mean, it, it sounds like it, it sounds like, like a, most of it is good, but I would it, just be it, careful that you can't that you're that you're you're able to isolate everything.
1: Yeah, it looks like a mafia chart almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like
0: one of those. I know. I draw them. I talk to people about them all the time. I, yeah. you know, look. You know, we're proud to the people who create that stuff. I, uh-huh. I don't think it's all that necessary. I mean, I think it's necessary when you have, you know, fifty million dollars or two hundred million dollars or a billion dollars in assets. It's definitely, definitely necessary. But I have, you have you know, five five million. Five. To, okay.
1: Yeah, I have yeah. eight point five million. So we started okay. trying to get our shit together yeah. last couple of years, yeah. and I, I feel like we're getting there. Hey,
0: Preparing for the future—that's fine. Yeah, yeah. And just I, in 8. case. Eight point five. I don't think you need it, but you know that's fine. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad look, It's not a bad thing to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, I, I love it. It's always good to hear from an OG in the game of real estate and hear all the, you know, a- any learning curves that you've gone through besides, you know, the the ones that you listed before that you think is a big wow. That maybe in the current season that we're kind of going into, nobody's got that crystal ball. But for anybody that's brand new or you know more not as
0: seasoned as you, anything that uh, you would like to leave with the listeners? Learn creative strategy now and have cash put aside. Because okay. you have no, you know, it's going to, I'm telling you, 2025 will be 2008. And if you're the guy standing here knowing how to buy it, you're going to kick ass. Yeah. It's going to be the greatest thing you'll ever be able to do, taking properties over subject to, yep. uh, buying them with creative financing, uh, short sales, if you had to do, navigate them properly. And just everything out there is going to be great if you are paying attention and know how to get money. Get as much credit as you can. I mean, it looks like you're doing that. Get as much credit as you can. Get as much access to money as you can and make sure that you are on top of the game.
1: Yeah, it's so good. I can't stress this enough. I I truly believe that... You should get into real estate now. If you didn't get in yesterday, get in today. Don't wait till tomorrow or the next year or the next year when interest rates go down. If you can make money on a deal today, which you can, then let's say the interest rates go up, you're gonna you've already locked in, you're saving yourself. If interest rates go down like they're projected to next year, then you can cash out, refinance. But know this when the interest rates do go down, it's going to be a buying frenzy. Everybody's gonna come in that's been waiting on the sidelines that can start affording it. But then everybody's gonna be bidding up the small little supply that we have on the market. So the prices are just going to go up crazy. So if you can understand creative real estate and really start deep diving into that today and whatever you got to do to get your foot in the door today, it's going to set you up with truly generational wealth and the longevity of things.
0: You haven't been through your first recession yet. I know. I mean, yeah. I've been through three. Yeah. Wait. Just we is just wait. wait. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yep. So that's why that's why I'm stacking up, baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm stacking wait. up cash
0: flow, know, and I'm stacking up. Right. So the credit card, Be prepared. Almost a million dollars with the credit, right? Now, yep. what's going to happen in a recession is all those credit card companies are going to cut my credit probably in half. Yep. Yep. But I still have a half a million. So this is why you got to get as much credit as you can now because when they cut you off, you have it. You also want to. You also like you, you, you. It sounded like you were using um, whole life insurance for independent yep. banking. Yep. Yep. You want to make sure you have whole life insurance policies. And here's the craziest part. You want to borrow all the money out of it, and then you want to don't repay the money, overfund it, and make the loan bigger. Yep. You want to make these loans as big as possible because here's the really weird part. If you get into trouble, you put that money back into the policy because you repaid a loan, and the government can't touch that money, and the bankruptcy can't touch that money, and creditors can't touch that money, and now you hid your money right back into a place where it's legal to hide it. Yep.
1: So you're protected. Yeah, which exactly. is good. I got three policies right now and I'm looking to get more. So oh, it, it, is, uh, it is one of those things. Excellent. Well, Larry, I appreciate you greatly, my friend. Thank you for making this happen and, and jumping on and giving back to the audience. How can anybody listening actually be able to reach out to you and, and be able to hear more about what you got going on? So
0: probably the easiest way to find me is contactlarry.com. So just cool. go to contactlarry.com and you can reach me and reach everything. You can also click the, the QR code that's been sitting up there for all this time, and it'll take you to, uh, I think it takes you to the same place, actually. And then you can also look me up at larrysteines.com or investorschooling.com, and I promise you, you're going to learn some incredible stuff if you come take a free class this Thursday. Oh, is it every Thursday? Well, every Thursday, but you only get one free one.
1: Ooh, that's good. That's good. Take advantage of that, guys. Don't miss out. It's going to be an yeah. incredible opportunity for you Absolutely. guys. And if if you want to get a hold of me, you can always do so on Instagram. It's Brandon Elliott Investments. Otherwise, on Instagram, it's uh, CreditCouncilElite.com. Or sorry, CreditCouncilElite on Instagram. Um, But feel free to check out Facebook.com forward slash Brandon Elliott Investor. And if you haven't already sat down with our team, we have a 10-15 minute video on our website, creditcounselelite.com where you can get more educated on how the banks and lenders are judging you, how to be able to get up to 500K every six months as 0% interest. And so you can diversify and grow it into real estate. And like Larry and I both are mentioning, stack up on credit today Absolutely. so that Absolutely. you don't mess up and that you're fully prepared. You so, uh, yeah, I got I got three. I, I got a I got a little over three right now. That's impressive. but um
0: Good luck. that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I appreciate it. So by all means, guys, go on creditcounselelite.com Watch that quick video. It's going to answer a lot of your questions, come up with new questions as well to ask on a call with us. You can book a one-on-one call to get just a second opinion and see how we can best serve you. Okay. We'll see you guys on the next episode. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button, what are you waiting for? Do that today. You'll get the newest reminder notification every Monday when the new episode drops and then leave that five-star review. It greatly, you know, it means the world to us. So love you guys all so much. We'll see you on the next one. Till next time, God bless. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate you. Take care, man. Appreciate
0: you too. This has been another episode of Ready, Set, Go! Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by Brandon Elliott. For more information, please visit BrandonElliottInvestments.com. Also, please don't forget to like, share, and leave a comment below. Thanks again for joining. Until next time, God bless.